right, son, that'll be fine. And then if I any bother, I just look through the. I'll see you through the glass anyway. You'll be sitting there, will you? Right, that's fine. Okay. Uh huh. Um. Um. Just milk, son. Sorry, just milk. Um. Strong butter. All right, ta. Just get started. How long is it? Right. So after the music, fine. All right, tip. I am ready. I'm ready as I'll ever be, son. <laughs> right, Matthew. Right, thanks. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Do you ever hear the like a yawn? I know. Well, this is it. Hell of a carry on. Uh huh. Right enough, Magda. But what can you do? Tell you what, missus. There's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload. If you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. Hello my darlings, welcome along once again to Ask Janice, your local agony aunt I suppose. Um, welcome, it's episode two which means that we've done the first gen which was a pilot um, and the pilot took to the skies and you were all happy with that so we decided to do mayor. So we're doing it again, um, I'm back in this studio here looking at all these knobs and buttons, no got a clue what's going on at all but anyway. Clyde Bank Radio have been kind enough to give me this wee slot and they says, that'll be wonderful. You chat away and if people want to phone in, great. Here, listen, we've organised a, a special phone number now. See, I was getting you before to uh, come onto the social media and all that, which I'm, I have no clue about that at all. And I was trying to get Matthew for Clyde Bank Radio here to organise it and he says, what we'll do is we'll get a phone number. Uh, and he says, oh, 0845 and all the rest of it. I says, wait a minute, Matthew. I'm for Glasgow. Right, and as you might know, I was born in Kilmarnock, but I'm a Glasgow woman, and these people, I mean, they might not be for Glasgow, but this is based in Glasgow, so we've got an 0141 number, right, which means you can call me up, you just get the voicemail, you don't need to talk to MD, and like I've said uh, before, you don't need to give your real name or nothing, whatever you want, you can say whatever you want, but bear in mind, of course, that if you do leave a message, then you're giving us your permission to use that audio thing we own the programme, which we're about today with this week's messages. Anyway, the number is 0141 280 Give me a ring any time you like. 0141 280 And that is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You'll just get the voicemail. So you can call in the middle of the night if you're having a problem or whatever. And if we can, we'll fit as many of those calls into the show as possible. I feel like I'm getting a wee getting a wee uh, flair for this, sitting here in the old studio. I feel like Terry Wogan or something. Do you mind Terry Wogan? Oh, he was marvellous. Irish fella, he'd done the Radio 2 for years. Oh, he'd done the breakfast thing. And you know what breakfast radio programmes are like? It's a lot of racket, do you know what I mean? Oh, morning, here we go, and here's the traffic, and uh, phone in, and uh, we'll wind this year up, and that year up, and all the rest of it, and games and quizzes. Oh, no for Terry. This was just an old fella sitting in the studio just chatting away, and it was very soothing. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's what we can do here. I hope that this is a soothing programme for you, um, and, and I can give you some advice as well. Now, remember... I'm no, a, I'm no a psychiatrist or any of these things. I'm no qualified in really anything. Um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a doctor's receptionist. We don't give out medical advice, and I don't intend to do that on this um, programme, but what I will do is I'll tell you from my own experience um, how I see things. 
and you can take it or leave it. Um, it's said we love, and we're here to try and help each other. So, anything you want at all, you can phone in with. You can have wee questions about your life, looking for advice. But if there's anything else, just just uh, stick it in the voicemail, and we'll see if we can get to it. We'll get we we'll get back to as many people as we possibly can. Matthew's a wonder. He's a, he's a whiz kid over here. Um, and I was talking to, just before I come on the air there, I was talking to Margaret uh, Bryceland, who many of you will know. Um, and I was just saying, it's it's unbelievable, you know, the technology. Because now you can do a radio programme that's, you don't even need a radio to listen to it. Many of you out there will be listening to this on other devices. That's what they cry them, devices. Um, they said to me, it's we'll do it live but also what we'll do is we'll hit record we'll put it on a tape or something and that tape goes into the uh, onto the cloud thing and then you can download a copy it's not a tape they don't send it to you but you can listen to that tape back anytime and i said will it no get worn out with all these different people listening to it um, and then it'll be all garbled and everything you need to stick a pencil in it and, and wind it up they said no 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 that this does not it becomes digital, they tell me. Matthew's been trying to explain it all to me. Uh, this tape will no be corrupted. Um, bit like myself. <laughs> I will. I refuse to be corrupted. <laughs> so, listen. Welcome along to the show. Remember, you can call it any time. 0141 280 5141. 280 Any at all. Right, let's get to our first call. Who have we got in the line? Hi, Janice. Uh, big fan. Uh, something's just happened, and I thought you were the you were the person to ask. Um, so I've got a new mate, and he's a he's a really cool guy. I really got on with him. Um, but I just went I just went to the toilet. It's a bit bit TMI. And he 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 obviously didn't flush. And his his pee is like bioluminescent yellow it's like mountain dew and i don't know what to do about it i don't know if i should say something you know um so yeah uh any advice that'd be great cheers well my darling hello thank you for calling um this is a this is a puzzler i've got a few things i will say um again as I always say, uh, I'm no a, a medic or anything like that, so I've only given you medical advice. But I suppose your your question is actually more um, kind of moral, isn't it? Is should I say something, uh, not what's wrong with him, because that's for a doctor to um, to decide. But anyway, let's take it one step at a time here. The first thing is, and this is may may or may not be relevant, but I'll tell you what I think: people need to flush a toilet. Right away, that's the first thing that jumped at me. I says, wait a minute, this is a new flatmate and you're saying he's marvellous. He's not flushing the toilet. So what else is he no doing? Do you see what I mean? Is he cleaning the toilet? These are the questions I've got. Is he cleaning up after himself in the shower and things like this? These are the concerns. Maybe you're not worried about that, son. Listen, you never gave me a name, so I'm going to call you, son. Um, but that's fine. Just to remind you, if you're going to call in, you don't need to give your name. Or you can give a fake one or whatever you want. Anyway, let's get on to the matter at hand. Uh, Coloured pee. Now, I'll tell you what I do know. What I do know is that some foods can affect the colour of the urine. And the smell. We all know about asparagus, right? Wonderful, wonderful vegetable. But it certainly affects the colour of the pee. Now, and the smell, I believe... Um, 
Another thing is, the Waynes are into these drinks now, energy drinks, and you see the colour of them, and they're full of all sorts of carry-on. Uh, taurine, I think, is the one that's the, the problem, that causes the problems anyway, um, and it can make the urine a certain colour. Again, you said Mountain Dew, that's a kind of a one of the fizzy, juicy things. Um, it may well even be that. Um, so sometimes it's what people are pitting in. You know, it's maybe no something rang. And I'll tell you, there was a friend of mine, um, well, a friend of Cathy McGowan's. What was her name now? Lorraine something. Uh, Lorraine Black. And she, um, years ago, <laughs> it's quite funny when you think back, but what happened to her was... <laughs> She says, oh no, there's a bad colour. It's a pinkish red in my urine. I've got a problem. She thought she had a UTI, a urinary tract infection. And if not, it was something worse. Well, she had made an appointment with the doctor. Um, and then she told me, I was standing with her and Cathy McGowan in the street. And she said, oh, I need to go to the doctor. Said, What's wrong with me? If you don't mind me asking. We were quite close at the time. She said, I've got this colour in the urine. I said, well, this is the first question I would ask, you see, being working for the doctors. Um, I says, what did you eat yesterday? And she described away, chat, chat, chat. I said, what did you have with your dinner? It was a summer month. She said, I had a big salad with a bit of chicken. I said, what was in the salad? She said, oh, we had loads of beetroot. I said, well, wait a minute. Do you know, think. <laughs> That's full of colour, you know. Very deep colour. You know what happens if you spill a bit of pickled beetroot on your white t-shirt? That's it, ruined. So, I says to her, look, that'll be what it is. Oh, she says, thank God for that, because she felt fine, you see. Anyway, my darling, the thing is, he should have flushed the toilet. He didn't. If you're concerned about him, you've got to weigh up, haven't you? What's more important? What's more important that you appear to know be snooping on his business, his actual business, or that you look out for his health? If you're concerned about his health, then that takes precedence over whether or not you were looking at his urine. Do you see what I mean? So if it's a real concern for you, I would say speak to him. Because you can always make up for having, you know, happened upon the urine. Whereas you can't go back if somebody's ill and say, oh, if only I could go back in time, I would have told you to get checked out. Do you know what I mean? So what's more important? The health or the manners? And in this case for me, it's the health, isn't it? So I would say, you know, keep an eye especially if he's not feeling too clever. But either way, if you're concerned and if you're still concerned, I would I would approach it very gently uh, and, and kindly. You're not meaning in bad by it. Do you know what I mean? You've had, you've seen it. It's a mistake. You didn't mean to see it. To be fair, he didn't flush the bulk. I would say something. That would be my advice to you, my darling. I hope it all gets worked out and all the best to your, your lovely flatmate. I hope he starts flushing that loo. Right, who have we got next on the line? Hi Janice, it's Sadie here. Um, I'm having an awful week, Janice. Um, stressed out my eyeballs um, for a number of reasons, but something that's really doing my nut in is that see when I'm at work and I'm trying to do stuff, because I'm awfully busy, right? I've got a lot going on. I'm at work, I'm trying to get on with my job and my colleagues, God bless them, love them to bits, but they keep talking to me when I'm trying to do my job and oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to tell them to shut up and leave me alone so that I can get on with my work kind of thing you know I don't know how to do that in a nice way um, it's a very stressful time 
everybody's just doing their best. I don't want to put somebody down that's just blown off steam, but at the same time, I've got my job to do, and I'm just trying to do my best as well. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Thanks very much, Janice. Cheerio, bye. Ah, Sadie, thank you so much for your call there, Hen. You sound a bit down with it, um, and I can understand that, Hen. Well, listen, there's a lot going on, and I mean in the world. You know, we're all, this is a strange time for everybody, and in fact, it's it's maybe the best time for me to be doing this programme for you. You know what I mean? And I hope it can be of some help. Anyway, I'll just get my glasses here. Wait a minute. Because I need to see the um, the levels they call it, <laughs> to see if I'm talking too loud or too quiet. Anyway, listen, Sadie, here's the thing. You're working with people. Um, you're lucky enough to be working, first of all. Sometimes I think when we're having problems like this, what we have to do is we have to focus our mind elsewhere and we have to go, right, what am I grateful for? Now, you've got a job, which is wonderful, Sadie, which is more than a lot of people have got. Now, I'm not telling you not to have moan, not to moan or not to uh, have, have an issue because if you've got an issue, you've got an issue. I'm just saying, remember there's lots to be grateful for, my darling. Now, when we're working with people, we're always going to have these wee things. You're working in a, in a confined space with the same people day in, day out. Now, you didn't choose these people. You know what I mean? It's like family. We didn't choose our family. I've said it two different ways there, but you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I need to kind of pronounce myself a wee bit better because I'm on the radio. Um, we didn't choose them. So we need to find out, figure out a way to get on with them. Whereas with friends, it's a very much more deliberate relationship that we're creating. Um, now, the same goes for work as does for family. These are people you didn't choose to be spending a lot of time with, and it is a lot of time. I mean, it's if you're working full-time, it's the majority of your life, really. Um, so we're always going to have these wee problems. Now, at a time like this, people are struggling, and they're struggling to find their that kind of place in the world and makes sense of the world. So camaraderie, you know, to say that is to say kind of being together and holding each other has become probably more important than it ever was. You know, look look after each other. And you need to do your work, I understand. So what can I say to you? It, it seems to me that it's maybe about timing. There's going to be points in the day where people want to have a wee chat and it might be that you need to select carefully at what points you say something very careful and well judged like, look, I don't mean to be a pain in the arse, but I've got a million things today. I'm going to just stick my head down for the next hour and get on with it. Uh, and I'll get, his, I'll get a cup of tea in a minute or something like that. So for me, it's often about, I've, I've said it before in the show and, and many times, you know, you've heard me say it, open and honest communication. If there's something needs to be said, it needs to be said. However, if it if it's got the potential to offend people, we have to be careful how how we say it because we're not in the business of going about and uh, giving people a hard time like, for for no particular reason, you know. If it's unnecessary, so it's a difficult um, balance to strike, Sadie. But I would say it's about a carefully judged moment of saying, "Look, I've got a lot on." Do you mind if I just go on with it here and I'll talk to you in a minute, you know? Now, that doesn't account for if you're working away and they're all talking to each other. That's difficult. But I'll tell you what, 
I'll tell you what helped me when I was at my work. It was years ago before I was doing reception work. I was doing um, I was doing their um, administrative kind of work, which is less talking to members of the public, just getting on with it, typing away or whatever was getting in records and things like that, medical records. Tell you what was the saviour for me. I used to put earphones in. I got ear, not earplugs, but the ones connected to the, I had a wee radio. A tiny wee thing, and I just had it tuned at the time, well, they still do it. Radio 4 do these um, plays. It's like a, it's like a, a theatre play, but in your head, in your ears. And at the in the afternoon, uh, quarter past two it is, for 45 minutes, there's a new play every day. Now, I would always say to myself, that's a point where I'm going to get stuck right in. And I would, what I would do is I would look at the schedule, the schedule, what, however you say it, and uh, on the radio, different programs, and I would say, right, eleven o'clock, I'll listen to that for half an hour, and I'll get, I'll squirrel away and get work done. Well, that's in my ears, and nobody's bothering me. Now it depends whether you've got that kind of brain that you can get on with the work. Depends on the work as well with the program in your ears. You might want to listen to this. Do you know what I mean? This program right here, and there's going to be over time. There's going to be many episodes you can catch up. So if you can, it might be an idea to stick the old earphones in, whether it's music or I, I hear about these podcasts with different programmes on it. Um, they've uploaded, as I say, the tapes to the internet or something. Um, you might want to do that. But again, beyond that, it's about honest but gentle communication. Saying to them, listen folks, lot to be getting on with. I'm not, I'm not wanting to be rude, but I need to get on with it. If you don't mind keeping it doing, or I'll talk to you in a minute, or something like that. So Sadie, like I say, we're working with people, we're, we're butting up against people, we rub each other up the wrong way. This is what happens. This is what it is to be a human being in the world. It can't be avoided. There is no uh, perfect life that doesn't involve conflict. You know, it's going to happen. We're going to get on each other's nerves. You know, it's it, it just does happen. So it's about how do we approach it? We love and kindness and say what needs to be said and get done what needs to be got done. And I'll tell you this, there's also never going to be a time when we get that balance exactly perfect all the time. We're going to, we're going to say too much or no say enough. We're going to offend people without thinking about it. We're going to, you know, speak without thinking and say something, whatever. That's going to happen. So we, the best thing we can do is just hold on to that, that uh, in-betweeny stuff where it's neither one thing or the other. We're not always going to get it right. And that's just life, Sadie. That's life. So we do our best and we try to be kind to folk and get our work done. And one thing leans on the other. It's like a house of cards. You want to get it right every time, my darling. But you try, you know? That's all I can say to you. And thank you so much for phoning in. Any time at all. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to know how, how you got on with that. So here we are. Uh, we've still got a wee bit of time in our show left and I want to remind you that if you want to call me up for any advice you can do it anytime, day or night 0141280 Anytime at all Ask Janice Who have we got in the line now? Janice, hi It's Dick um, I'm in a bit of I'm in a spot of bother and I don't have long How do I learn a musical instrument? Quick, quickly Like how do I do that quickly? Thanks, Janice. Goodbye. Hello, Dick. What a beautiful accent you've got from um, Northern Ireland somewhere, it sounds like. Um, I'll tell you what, at the beginning of your message here, I thought it was going to be much much more serious. You said, I'm in a spot of bother. Um, you're wanting to learn a musical instrument quick. Well, listen, I'm no musical whatsoever. 
but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Frank came to the studio to pick me up. I'm going to see if he's outside. Frank? Oh, he's here. Frank! Frank, come through here a minute, would you? I said, come through here a minute. I'm going to put him on. <laughs> I don't. I hope they don't mind. Matthew's that all right, son? Right, he's nodding his head. Okay. Let's get Frank on here and we'll see if we can... Uh, see, because he's musical, as you know, he plays the accordion. So he might know about this. Hold on a minute. Frank, Frank, come here and sit down. Just put these headphones on. Right. Hold on a minute. Right. right. Put these on, right? One ear. Over one ear. Hello. Right. What is it to listen to the... What he says. He's wanting advice. Right, hold on. Stick it on again. Let me hear it. Janice, hi. It's Dick. Um, I'm in a bit of... I'm in a spot of bother. And I don't have long. How do I learn a musical instrument? Quick, quickly. Like, how do I do that quickly? Thanks, Janice. Goodbye. Thanks, son. It's Frank here. Uncle Frank. Listen. I've heard your... I've listened to your... Um, your recording there. Right? Lovely. I hope you're doing all right. I thought you were going to launch it to some big problem, you know. And she says to me, <laughs> she's wanting me to give you advice. I thought, what is this going to be? <laughs> anyway, listen. <laughs> um, I've listened to that there. I'll tell you one thing right away. This is a question that people are asking all the time. How do I do, you know, what's, what is the easy instrument to learn and what can I do quick? And I've got to be honest with you, Dick, I think that that is a sort of a arse about tit way to think about a musical instrument. Musical instruments, for the most part, is a lifelong thing, right? I get that. My father put me in that accordion when I was about six year old, right? And I'm still, I still need to work away at it if I want to get, try to get a tune out of it. No easy. But I don't think any instrument is easy, son. I don't. Having said that, right, I understand. It sounds like you're, for whatever reason, you're needing to get a wee tune going. Maybe somebody's got a wedding coming up or you're trying to do a wee turn at a party. So I'll say this. See an instrument that you can play a chord on is probably a better way around it than an instrument that you would play a melody on, if that makes any sense. A chord you can do on stringed instruments like guitars, ukuleles, things like that, even a mandolin, right? You're using one horn to strum and another horn to make the chords. So that might be an idea. Guitar's a bit, it, it's quite a big instrument to be to be sort of trying to handle early on in your musical career. A lot of people, they start with a ukulele because you can make a few chords quick and see if you've got three or four chords, you can get find your way around a lot of popular songs. And you could sing or tap it, or other people could sing. In a couple of days, you could get a couple of basics gone with the ukulele. And you can look on that internet, I believe, and Google up a uh, thing with what chords is what and all that. So you could do the Beatles or, uh, you know, Beach Boys or something like that. Um, but an instrument where it would be mere, mere a melody-based thing, uh, the accordions, I get an example of that, but most uh, woodwinds and, and brass as well, they play one note at a time, you see? So you can really, you don't make chords with them because chords is multiple notes together. Uh, you would play a, a tune of the tap. Think of a saxophone, for example. It doesn't it doesn't uh, accompany somebody who's singing. It does its own kind of wee song in the middle, like a solo, right? So I would avoid them. Also, 
very difficult. So something that does chords, my advice to you, son, get a hold of a ukulele. There's people have got them lying about, you know, because people buy them and then they get sick of it. That's what happens. People get an idea in their head about it, about um, music and then they, they get sick of it. There's bound to be somebody that you know that's got a ukulele or something like that that they've bought even during this lockdown and they've said, I'm going to learn, you know, thing me. So, listen, son, something with chords, a ukulele, good luck to you. Why do you not phone up the, that wee number and play as a wee tune once you get it gone? Good luck to you, son. Right, Janice, come here. Is that you? Right. That me, aye? Hold on. Right. right, just wait out. You can wait here, whatever you want, Frank. Right, there you go. Well, my darlings, that was a wee surprise appearance for Frank there. I spec on again. So thank you, Frank. I don't know if I'll keep that up. Um, and that's... That's for you, Dick, your advice there. I would have been no use at that at all. Not at all, because I'm not musical. Um, so a quick reminder. If you want to phone in and get your advice, you do it like this. 0141 280 That's 280 And we're going to be back with Mary your questions uh, next week. I wonder if we've got time for one, Mayor. Oh, we might have time for a quick one. Is there, is there another one there? Hey Janice, this is Shannon from Halifax, Nova Scotia. I have a question for you. I just got a new puppy and every time we take him outside, he refuses to pee. And as soon as we bring him back in, he pees straight away. Do you have any advice for me? Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is in Canada, by the way, for those who don't know. I've just figured that out myself. How on earth have we got somebody phoning up for Halifax, Nova Scotia? That's marvellous. Is that where the building society started? And or is there a I think there might be a Halifax in England or something. Um Shannon, hello, my darling. Thank you so much for giving us a wee call. I hope that didn't cost you an arm and a leg um to call us up. I hope no we've got it we'll need to get it figured out so that people can phone up for abroad. We're getting to be very um thingy here. Very posh indeed. People phoning up for Canada and everything. Anyway, listen, puppy advice I can give you. It's probably no exactly by the book. Um, if there's vet people listening or puppy trainers, they might have a fit. Um, if you know any better, why don't you call in? Maybe we can have people calling in and giving each other advice. I don't know. That way I could stay in my bed. I'm only joking. Um, I'll tell you what I've learned about puppies and things like that. The idea is, as soon as they do the pee inside or the end of the toilet, then you take them straight outside, no matter whether they've been out or whether they need to go. Because what we try and do is we associate that act with being outside. And also, if the puppy ever does the toilet outside of their own accord, you reward them, you give them a treat. And obviously you make sure you don't reward them when they do it inside. So it can take time. And at one time we had newspaper all over the bloody house when we had this dog that would go out for the, the rescue centre. Oh my God, it was never ending. But And it does take time, Hen. You've got to, believe me, you've got to persevere. So, if the dog does the toilet outside, marvellous, make a big fuss. Oh, well done, dog, whatever. And get a biscuit or whatever. Um, and if it does it in the house, no matter if you've just been out, straight outside. Now, you don't shout at the dog because you, that doesn't have, that's no effective. I've no found that to be effective. What you do is you reward good behaviour and then you try and train out the bad stuff. So if they do the toilet inside, straight outside, just take them out 
just round the garden or something like that. Uh, and, and if they do a toilet again, that's great, and then you can reward them, you see. But I feel your pain, Shannon, and uh, it will only get fixed overnight, that kind of thing. But if you're if you're consistent with it, as with anything with dogs, then you may well find very soon uh, that it's it's sorted itself out. It does sort itself out, that type of thing. But as you go through the years, occasionally a dog will do the toilet in the house, and that's just the way of it, you know. Um, but it shouldn't be happening all the time. And it's understandable if it's a wee puppy, but it's certainly fixable. So all the best with that, Shannon. And thank you very much for calling. And I hope you're no um, having to remortgage your house because you've phoned for overseas. So if anybody else wants to uh, chime in on any advice, and <laughs> you can phone up and tell me I'm talking shite if you want. 0141 2805141 2805141 Anytime, day or night, it's just a voicemail And like I say, you don't need to give your real name You can just, uh, you know, you don't need to give any name if you don't want But tell me what's going on with you and how I can help Remember my advice is based on us all wanting to be at peace and live peacefully together You know, uh, it shouldn't be hateful or anything like that So until next time, we have another uh, another episode of All Your Questions. Keep them coming, and I'll see you again at the same time next week. All the best then. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.